Hi, come check out Christina George's new show, Alien GFOs and Beyond, Thursday night, 8 p.m. See you Thursday, Jeff. Summon the spirit of Halloween early this August 6th and 7th at the Pasadena Convention Center in Pasadena, California with Scare LA, Season of the Witch, hosted this year by the Queen of Halloween herself, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Join Christina George from Paranormal Connections, Russ McCamey from McCamey Manor, along with 20,000 frightful horror fans for an epic weekend featuring scare industry masterminds, a massive show floor, cosplay, and classes. Add to that major reveals of the most anticipated theme park entertainment from home haunts, movies, television, and more. Test your nerves in the fog. Dozens of haunt mazes, virtual reality experiences, ghost stories, escape rooms, and roaming monsters are sure to make you scream. This year, Scare LA opens its first ever full-sized original haunt attraction, Blood Operate, designed by some of Southern California's greatest scare artists. Paranormal's Christina George will be broadcasting live from the event. Come join her for an experience not to be forgotten. Book your tickets today at ScareLA.com. This show is not to be missed. Hi, I'm Joe Montaldo, and you're listening to United Public Radio. Hi, this is Stephanie Benetti, and you've been listening to News on the Flipside, only on United Public Radio. Come check out Christina George's new show, Paranormal Connections, only on United Public Radio, Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. See you Monday. You want to learn about aliens, extraterrestrials, UFOs, visitations, military abductions? Join Joe Montaldo on Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. for his episodes of UFO Undercover. Hello, you're listening to United Public Radio. I'm Joe Montaldo, host of News on the Flipside. Check us out every Saturday night, 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. You are invited to the Quantum Leap Let Light Unite show every Friday night on United Public Radio Network from 9 to 10 p.m. Pacific Time, 12 to 1 a.m. Eastern Time with your spiritual warrior goddess, Kathy Bilski. Kathy will share all the old truths the Illuminati tries to keep secret. Kathy also gives you the opportunity to join in with planetary healing light work that will help us manifest World Enlightenment 2016. So let's get high and fly into new possibilities. So join Kathy every Friday night on UPRN, the Quantum Leap Let Light Unite show. A very powerful happening.
All right, everyone, welcome to Aliens, UFOs, and Beyond. I am your host, Christine George, along with my co-host, Renee Chavez. For the next couple hours, we're going to be talking about all kinds of topics. We've got UFOs, crop circles, mysterious flying objects. Oh, we've got lots to talk about tonight. Uh, well, hey, Renee, how are you doing? I am doing good. I'm just anxious to uh, get rolling and uh, stay now the heat. I'm telling you, it is hot as all hell. I've been telling everybody, well, it's 105 right now still registering out here where we live, and it has been like this all week. It has been so hot at night that even, you know, like, usually like if it gets real hot, like at night I'll open my door and just leave and lock the security gate. And I can't even do that because it's still hot outside. I was better off to stay in my house and put the fan yeah. and the AC on. It is crazy. This heat wave is just is going crazy. I think it's making people go crazy. I'll tell you, but if I wanted to live in a place that was so hot like this, I would have moved to Vegas or Arizona. I don't want to live in the desert. I hate super hot heat. I like the heat. I like summer. just don't like triple digits every day wreaking havoc on me. I almost gave myself heat stroke today. Uh-huh. All right, we got all kinds not of a good interesting... Thing to get. Uh. Huh? Yeah, not, definitely not a good thing to... Yeah, it's not a good thing to have. No. Uh, and, you know, I was and talking... if, it, if it's bad enough for humans, then it's bad enough for, for animals, too. So, you know, just a little reminder, you know, if you have your pets, need them at home, don't keep them in your vehicle. Yeah, and don't leave your kids in the vehicle either. So many dumb people, it's like, they say, oh, I'm just going to run into the store. And they think because they've got the back windows are tinted, you know, they can just leave the baby sleeping in there for a few minutes. They have no clue of how hot a car gets, how fast it gets hot, especially with all the windows and stuff rolled up. Uh, We see it happen over and over and over. It is just absolutely ridiculous so yes people you know i had i don't even understand yeah. first of all how you forget your kid in the car like when people go, go to work and like leave their kids in the car like for all eight hours like you know, even if it's just for a couple minutes there and you know and it's summer and you know i notice some parents you know have the habit when they they're just going to get one thing and all of a sudden they find them looking through the other aisles and so you got your kid in the car and you're spending an extra 10 15 more minutes in the store when you don't really need to. Well, it's, you know what? We see a lot of people doing it at, like, Walmart. So they get inside Walmart, and then they, yeah. they start seeing all those low prices, and they forget all about they got a kid out in the, in the park suffocating. And then you'll notice yeah. that when passerbyers become aware, whether the child's crying or they see the child or whatever, and then they call the police and they try to, like, break into the car or break the window to get to the baby... The parent always comes out all pissed off, ready to fight. What are you doing with my kid? Mm-hmm. I, I was watching one video where the the uh, people had got the baby out, and there was a lady that was standing by, so she was holding the baby, and they were waiting for the police to get there, and the lady came out with pushing her shopping cart and like just had a fit that this lady was holding her baby, and how dare they go into her car and take her child out, and they had no right. And I was like, what is wrong with these people? Yeah. 
you know, and it's just it's just uh, it just surprised me how you know self-centered you know people get you know don't bother to think or have any common sense you know you know when it's hot like that for a thing I mean even if it's just in the 80s it still gets pretty darn hot in a car. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it can go up. I mean, again, in super fast. I mean, my car being a, a black car with black interior, with uh, dark interior. I went to go get in the car the other day, and I couldn't even drive. It was so hot. It still was so hot, and the car was so hot. I was like, oh my god! Even the AC, it took a long time to cool the car down, and I was just—I had to just sit and let the AC run just on the the steering wheel so I could cool it down. <laughs> it, oh, it makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. Makes no sense. Um, yeah, oh, 431 says she could be charged for neglect in the other charges, and absolutely, and a lot of them do, uh, and their children are taken away or, or whatever, they may go through parenting classes. But, I mean, you just think common sense. But, again, I've said this before, I, I think that, you know, common sense isn't passed out too much anymore. Because it just yeah. seems like it, it's gone out the window. <laughs> You know, when it comes to common sense, I mean, uh, you know, when it comes to figuring things out and to think for themselves, that's all gone out the window. Because, uh, I mean, even if you look at our choices uh, in the political race itself, it's like, what? You know, so I just like, you know, it's like, gee, which of the lesser evils do we take? Uh, I, gee, I just can't make up a mind. It's like, well, I I've made up my mind. I'm not choosing any of you because I'm not going to be the one to put a, uh, you know, someone that's corrupted on, you know, in office. So it's like, hey, I didn't do it. You guys all put them up there. <laughs> well, well, again, I mean, like we always see this in political races. We always see everybody try to dig up as much dirt as they can. And I mean, we're all humans, and so we all make mistakes. We all do things, but. This is the most, I cannot even believe the stuff that is coming out. You know, we've got all these emails, we've got all, we've seen Hillary lied under oath, we see the whole scam with the FBI and, you know, the Justice Department and uh, Attorney General Lynch uh, going on Bill Clinton's plane right before they, they made the decision. And it's funny because we were talking about this early off air, but when uh, the FBI, leader FBI Comey had came on and he had said that, you know, yes, that there were a lot of emails that had been deleted and they were not able to recover. But it's funny that everybody else has recovered them and everybody else has them. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, really? I mean, it's just so blatant out there that I can't even believe that people are still wanting to vote for her. It's like they are act like zombies or they've been mind controlled you know, uh, that's, it, it's crazy that's, that's the thing about when it comes to the internet and stuff like that you know when they say they're deleted you know it really doesn't get really deleted you know it's it's still there and it just gets you know set aside in a totally different thing because you know that's how you know uh, criminal law works when they go and and, you know, like they do a, like a, a porn thing, and so they go after these people, and they go check through their hard drives and everything else. You know, so none of this stuff never really leaves, no matter how hard they try to delete it and everything, unless they totally, you know, do the entire drive and, you know, the servers and everything. So it's, it's, it's just, 
you know, is something that is really weird that, uh, you know, there are some things that were deleted and we could not find it. We're unable to retrieve it. But like you said, everybody else is like, well, if you can't find it, here you go. Here they are. But if you couldn't get them, well, we have them, so let, let me get them to you right now. You know, and, and regardless of where they came from, I don't give a damn if they came from Russia. I don't care if they came from some other country. I don't even care if it came from the United States. The government can be mad all they want, the fact that, mm-hmm. oh, you know, that's, you know, like, fine, and, you know, you hacked into their... First of all, you're the damn government. I would expect <laughs> that you would have a little bit better security for top-secret national security issues. But we know that's not true because they get hacked all the time. Right. But to have all this information out, I'm just, again, just blown away that it just keeps coming out and coming out. And each time, that each day of the Democratic uh, Convention, they put something else out that just destroys her even worse, makes her look even mm-hmm. worse. And not only her, but her whole you know, campaign staff, her foundation, everybody associated with it. Uh, it, It's so crooked, and you see the things that are going on, and it is as if it is not even happening, because mainstream media, as we said, just starts to focus on other things. It's very much like, you know, NASA. We see all these different things on on NASA, and and Mm -hmm. especially now that they have the I don't understand, since we know it's not really live streamed. Right. Uh, there's always a delay. Mm-hmm. So they let these things slip, and then people, you know, all these different uh, things they're capturing on the on the telescope. They, we capture the people are, you know, DDRing the mm-hmm. feed, and then all of a sudden they're like, oops, and then they'll go back and you know, scrub it or, you know, uh, try to come up with a different explanation when alternative media, like, blows it up. Because I'm telling you, there are people that they must have no life other than to monitor NASA. Yeah, you know. Because they find some good stuff. Yeah, NASA, you know, they have several feeds. And, you know, you got your live feed that you you see, you know, normally. And like you said, there is a delay. And then there's an additional feed that goes in. You know, this is something that, you know, uh, since I've worked around television, uh, so more than one device is, is actually recording everything. So they're able to switch uh, um, the the router to go through and say, well, look, see, there's nothing there. So they just kind of switch channels a little bit so that one is, is completely covered. And, uh, and the other the object that may have got on there is no longer there. So they just kind of make that little quick switch kind of thing, what they want us to see and what they don't want us to see. So yeah, that's uh, the simple t- television trick that they do. Um, so, But it also makes you wonder, you know, are they really, again, I, I've always said, you know, it's always stuff that's hidden in plain sight. If they mm-hmm. want us to see it, they're not going to show it. So the fact that they slip, so to say, uh, and we get these little glimpses of things and then they try to come back and say, oh, no, no. That wasn't that. That wasn't what you think it was. It, it was something yeah. else. And we're like, oh, okay, move on. Next, next thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, like, what's, that's what's always been so funny because I remember some of the incidences that they showed, you know, from the space shuttle and the space station, and all of a sudden something gets caught on screen, and it's you know, it's it's undoubtedly a a, a craft, and they kind of mention it real briefly that they they spotted something, then they change the subject really fast, 
and then the scene changes to the control uh, the control room, you know, uh, so that way you're not seeing what's on the screen anymore. So they kind of do that little quick change to uh, say, well, there's nothing there. Okay, you know, so, and of course, the rest of the communication is, is off the mic, you know, you know, off the record, so to speak, so they can discuss whatever it is that they're <laughs> watching at the time. But it's just really funny how they try to cover it up. And it's like, come on, people, we're not stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Well, talking about uh, UFOs and, and sightings and things like that, uh, there has been all kinds of trending articles going around about the lights in the sky that we're seeing over multiple states, including California, uh, last night. And we've seen it, when you shared it with me, it's been all over social media. I've seen it on many of the alternative media sites. Many people were thinking that it was a UFO or something like that. Uh, others were, there, I think they said that there was, you know, hundreds of, in these states, hundreds of calls to the news stations and mm-hmm. to uh, things like that reporting it. And so uh, the news had called to check and see if there had been any rockets launched or anything, and they said no, you know, military said no, no, we don't have anything. But this was coming down. And so uh, everybody started speculating that it was UFO or something strange and, and crazy. So people have been posting it all over the place. But we have what... NASA is coming out saying, and it is actually saying that it is a Chinese rocket that uh, was burning up over North America. Says the body of China's experimental Long March 7 rocket re-entered Earth's atmosphere on Wednesday night, July 27th, around 9.38 p.m., uh, creating a bright fireball over the western U.S. Uh, the glowing trail was spotted in Utah, Nevada, and much of California. Uh, the re-entry signaled the Long March 7th return from a one-month in space. It began its mission on June 25th of this year in a night launch from the uh, Wenchang Satellite Launch Center in Hainan Island off the China's southern coast. The flight tested new technologies essential to China's developing space program. Long March 7th is expected to play a key role in the construction of a Chinese space station planned for the decades ahead. So there was that in the sky, so... You know, now we at least have an understanding. I don't understand why it takes so long for these explanations to come out. You know, because these rumors get going and and they just go crazy. I mean, people just take these and just share them and, you know, oh, look at the UFOs. And, I mean, again, as researchers, we really have to look for all the logical explanations first. And then if we can't find you know, anything that explains what it is, then obviously it's unidentified. Uh, but, again, it, it took less than 24 hours, and uh, they found that that's what it was. But we also uh, are entering the uh, broad stream of debris from the comet Swift Tuttle, and uh, it's going to be a source of the annual Percy uh, meteor shower. And NASA's cameras detected the first fireball of two cents of the Pacific uh, Fireball of 2016 on the 26th, so two days ago. And uh, they had got one of these. The Fireball uh, was photographed over Mount Lemmon Observatory in Arizona 
it was uh, easily visible through the glare of a of the court uh, waning quarter moon. So there's all kinds of things um, that are going on. Uh, they said in the 48 hours since the first sighting, NASA's network of all sky meteor cameras has detected more than a half dozen of these fireballs over the USA. These numbers will grow sharply in the weeks ahead. Forecasters expect the shower to peak on August 11th through the 13th, as many as 200 uh, may be passing an hour. On those nights, Earth will pass through a dense thick of debris from the parent comet, causing a display widely visible along the North Hemisphere. 2016 birthdays uh, are going to be great. Stay tuned for the potential. And then, you know, also an interesting thing is our sun has gone blank again. We've been yeah. having a lot of activity, and now all of a sudden it is completely blank, which is kind of strange. We don't see any activity. And they say that blank suns are a sign that solar maximum is over and solar minimum is coming, a natural transition of the 11-year sunspot cycle. Contrary to popular belief, however, solar minimum is not boring. It brings in a time of enhanced cosmic rays, extra strikes and elves, collapsing ion sphere, and accumulating space junk. But action like that, who needs solar flares? So, interesting, interesting. And they said it's uh, worth noting that the solar minimum isn't here yet. Indeed, only one half of the sun is blank. Sunspots, complex, and a good couple of areas. still exists on the far side of the sun, and it could return. Ten days from now, when the sun's rotation spins, and those dark cores back around in our direction. Until then, stay tuned for the more blank suns. So, you know, interesting. we got all kinds of stuff going on. And uh, these fireballs are definitely going to be interesting. Maybe we have to set up a sky watch during that time. I, I just spoke to uh, uh, Trisha, and she was saying that she's out in Colorado, and she's planning on being back soon, and she'd love to have us come up uh, for a weekend with the group. So might be a great time to do some sky watching. Sounds like fun. Oh, a little bit of sky watching. Um, okay, let's see. Well, let's see how many of the of the fireballs from this thing or the meteor thing um, are confused for UFOs. Probably most of them, but probably <laughs> anything that's oh, so flying again, in the sky so and they don't a, know what it is. <laughs> right, you know, space junk, and there's so much up in the sky. I mean, we've got so much debris up there that I mean, at any one time. You know, we could have something crash to the earth and fall into somebody's house or something. I mean, who knows? It's kind of crazy. There's also a green UFO. Um, they're saying it's kind of a tri-spoke UFO that was sighted uh, recently over Pennsylvania. Let me get in the chat and I'll put the link for everybody. Irish. So, Irish UFOs, that's what they are. Irish UFOs, okay. So, in the greater Philadelphia area, which they're saying is Langhorne, Bunks, uh, Bucks County, uh, that he, uh, this photographer was taking some night shots on July 15th at approximately 9.15, that he set his Nikon D90 on the tripod and pointed it towards the southwest sky. Set the camera for 30-second exposures while on the tripod for maximum light and clarity. 
no movement was is often after snapping four or five similar shots in the front yard towards the southwest i repeated the same process based above except i went to my backyard and pointed it to the northeast and snapped four or five of the same 30 second exposure uh shots at night when shooting the set of photos i captured nothing seems different or weird when i was shooting uh, that being said, after the shooting and the photos I mentioned, I came in and started to look through and see how the stars and planets looked in the night sky. Most of the photos came out like they usually do, but one really stood out to me because there was uh, things after the fact while looking at the captures on my computer that I noticed some things. The image was uh, taken in the front yard facing southwest. It has a spiral. It almost looks like it's a tri-spoke greenish-looking orb bright in the sky, then maybe it's some kind of weird light reflection or weird glitch in the system or weird refractive light, but it's not sure it was actually uh, sent into MUFON. Now, this is kind of an interesting. It looks like almost like a like what a hubcap would look like for a car. Yeah, and it seems like there's like a, it almost looks like there's like a force field or something around it too. Right, because there is like a, a an additional glow around the outside and this thing mm-hmm. is I think there's actually video, uh, oh, no, I guess there's not video of it, but um, take a look at the the close-up. I mean, it's, it's pretty pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. who knows, because there's so much up in our skies right now, you know, who knows what it could be. Uh, could be really anything, but it's definitely, I think, kind of interesting. Another thing, so I want to get people's opinions and for anybody who is listening and would like to call in tonight, uh, phone number is 504-273-7379. Uh, call in. If you have a question or comment, you'll be automatically dropped into the conversation. And then at that point, uh, please mute your phones so that uh, we don't get any back noise, and then we will announce your area code bring you on live to the show. But uh, I want to get people's opinion, and let me... Let me get the link because there has been uh, some interesting crop circles that have popped up. Oh, what did I do with it? And I want to see what people think. So one is out of. Uh, let me see where these are. Okay, so an amazing crop circle with an alien face depicted in the circle was discovered in Rygate Hill um, near Surrey on July 19, 2016 in in the UK. Uh, And then a second crop circle showing a mysterious alien message was discovered in Burnderop Down near uh, Barbary Castle in Wilshire, the UK, just one day later on the 20th. Now, I am going to put the link in chat for those who are in chat, those who are listening live. Uh, I will post it up on our show page, and people can take a look at it later. Uh, Now, Renee, I know that you and I talked about it, too, so give me your opinion on these two different uh, crop circles. Mm-hmm. Now, I have never seen one that has that depicts an alien head. But for some strange reason, when I look at this, it 
just I'm not feeling I don't it. Know. I'm just not feeling it. I just I just coming off very faint to me. Now the other one, whole other thing. I I really don't know what to think about that one. But what what about the one in the Wilshire, the one with the circle with the with the symbol? Um, it I don't know, it looks like um it looks like a code wheel kind of thing. Um you know, even at that I still have to question it. Um, if if I look up uh the symbols online and see what it, what they are, because it looks like it, it still has that kind of man made look to it still. Um Right, they kinda got like this asterisk like looking thing next to the V. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. that might be kind of hard to, that might be kind of hard to see. You, uh, below the pictures, they have the uh, links to the actual crop circle connector page, and it will actually show you different aerial shots, ground shots, all of that, the comments from the people that went to take the report, all that. Um, I mean, I guess that yeah. could but be I- pretty easy to create if you really wanted to. Um yeah. Other than the asterisk thing, it looks like it would be kind of hard to do in the middle of middle of a crop. Let me get some ground shots on this one. Let me see. I mean, I don't know. I can imagine, uh, you know, if uh, aliens had to, you know, to type it out on their on their on their little keypad, and and you had to put an asterisk in inside the the crop circle. I mean, I. And this makes me wonder too, because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the ground now. You know, yeah, they got the swirling, you know, little swirling area. But I see like there's a little path from the very middle of it that goes to one of the parts that goes out. Yeah. So it makes me wonder. You know, I mean, I I I could uh, you know copy the pictures and then, you know, get a zoom up and see if, you know, it might even be even Photoshop, you know, when you have to look at the lighting, the way it's done more closely. Um, well, I know I've seen this, this one of that, the, the alien head. I've been seeing it like for the last couple of days online and everybody's like, oh, look at the, look at the new crop circle. What do you think this means? And I'm like, I think it means that somebody's bullshitting us. Is what I yeah, think. and that, that's what I get it. too. And, and, you know, and to be honest, uh, you know, aliens don't see themselves like that because we're the one that, you know, kind of marketed that that look, basically. Right, um, right. So. Because not all aliens look like great, so. Right. You know, and, and for me, again, I don't know, it seems more of like a, a marketing type thing. For as long as people have been collecting data on crop circles. Mm-hmm. We have never seen anything like that. We see a lot yeah. of symbols. We see a lot of designs. We see a lot of interesting, interesting symbols. Uh, but a big alien head? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know there, I remember. I remember that one that that we saw uh, some time back. You know, it shows the alien and it's holding on to a code disc. You know, that looked more realistic right. than than this thing. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I mean, um, it looks like something that you would take off of, like, a T-shirt 
you know, yeah, and exactly. replicate it. And so that, again, let me, in fact, I want to, let me go to that one. That other one. <laughs> You know, you know, as always, you, you you folks decide. You get, you look at it. You you tell us what you think. Right, that's what we want to know because we, you know, who are we? We, we what do we know? We could be completely wrong. Maybe uh, the aliens are, you know, wanting to say hi to say. I don't really know, but yeah, Kirby Car- Mama uh, in chat says they almost look like ancient Greek language. You know, so that uh, that'll be my answer. It's all Greek to me. So. <laughs> it's all Greek to you. <laughs> well, see, and I mean something like this. You know, it's got narrow, you know, narrow roads, and I would think that even just with some boards. I mean, we've seen a lot of people who have been able to take boards and make say, you know, make all these elaborate crop circles in the middle of the night and completely fake people out with them. Uh, yeah. This one looks like it would be pretty darn easy to make if you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Because it's got like so definite... I'll, I'll like, definitely, uh, I'll definitely uh, blow it up and look at it more closely and, and see if I can figure out what, what those are. And yeah, I'll definitely look at the Greek lettering as well and see if there's anything that he matches into um, um, to the, to the letters in there, so... Well, I wish I that, you know, new. they would, yeah. like, these researchers that go out there would take some um, measurements for, like, you know, any radioactivity, you know, radioactive... Uh, it, that's the other thing, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, that would, because, you know, that would I think, give a little bit more validity to this as an actual crop circle opposed to somebody going and you get no reading whatsoever. Right. You know, you and I have known several researchers who've been to many crop circles, you know, real and the ones are not real, and they definitely right. have a reading. And so, you know, many of them that we've talked to. Right, right. And, I mean, that's what, I mean, that would be some in, good information to have. I don't know. This just seems like it's very simple. The lines are, and just the way it's made, it just seems like it definitely could have been done, like maybe yeah, no, with and the that's machine. A, that's, or... that's the thing that I would expect to, you know, to see. And like when you see this report, you know, showing these pictures of these uh, these crop circles, you know, and but it doesn't, you know, they talk about it, you know, you know what the surveys are and everything. But hey, what about the actual investigation? What are the investigators saying? Are they doing any readings on it to make sure that it's you know, legit or not. No, well, that's the thing, you know. Field so. uh. notes has nothing in them, so let's see comments. See, in, in that alone just leaves a bunch of uh, questions, more questions than any answers. That it's just like it doesn't, if there's no further investigation on it, then it just kind of leaves it, it's, you know, somebody with boards making some fun, and uh, I don't know. And that's why it is important when you have something like that, you know, let's, let's check out the investigation of it, not just looking at what's been posted on social media and so forth and online. 
Well, like I said, they they have a lot of opinions of you know what things would be. I don't want to hear opinions. I want to I want to see actual scientific data, and I want to see a, an actual report of what kind of you know uh, tests you did, what kind of readings you took, you know, other than just going and sitting in it and taking pictures. I mean, we need just a little bit more information even, than that. Even our, our even our own friend uh, Ruben has been to, you know, investigate crop circles, and he's felt some interesting things there, even to the point where a lot of their equipment were failing when they tried to go into the circle and stuff, and definitely felt something there, too. So that's another thing that, uh, that we know about legit crop circles. So you'd be surprised, you know, what you find you know, if there's certain kind of readings, I mean, even what, when uh, you and I were, you know, up by the, up there in the Yuba County, we found that UFO sighting, <laughs> but after what, what, from the 70s, and all of a sudden, you know, we get readings on it still, on the ground. Right, so. right, and after all those years, so yeah, it and that was, that completely blew my mind, to be mm-hmm. honest, I mean, it was the first time that I had ever tried to use my psychic abilities to draw myself to an area where I thought a UFO you and I hit to it find right where the UFO top. had landed. Right. And, and you and I were driving, we were like, oh, I think it's going to be around here somewhere. And like right here. And that's when the person was, just was like, yep, that's where I actually... She knew exactly where it was because that was a family. Back when she was growing up, it was a family friend. So yep. that's how she knew about everything. And she said, yep, you're right. And we went right out there. Now, we, now it was just an overgrown field. You would never yeah. know that there was anything there. I mean, it was just literally this huge overgrown field of, like, what did it have? Like like a bunch of dried grass and weeds yeah. and stuff like that. And we traced yeah. out there to the middle of it, and we're like, yep, right about here. As we started taking readings, and sure as heck, there was still, we could still get readings from all mm-hmm. that time. But, we, you know, we've had a lot of interesting uh, cases and over the years when it comes to UFO sightings, abductions, uh, contact. Yeah. Uh, Strange things. It's, it's been very interesting. I mean, we've got uh, up there in Smartville, uh, we've got Don Mulligan. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, <clears throat> we had uh, our guy up in uh, Reading. We've had multiple people around, you know, uh, here that we know that are, uh, have either had contact or uh, been abducted. So it's, it's it's very interesting the the kind of cases that come to us, and I'm yeah. so glad that people trust us enough to come to us with their their stories for sure. And 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 that's you know that's what I find very interesting too. Even with the show that we do here, and we invited on to the show too, and to talk about their experience, and uh, even for the past couple of days, you know, uh, I've been you know speaking with Carrie. She was sharing me with some of the the artwork of uh of the star children that came through her and everything so um we're sharing information about that and uh and talking about the process and how it's done uh too so again we're we're meeting more people like that 
that's just coming forward. Um, you know, we've been uh, up north of here, right? And mm-hmm. uh, we did some sky watches, and, you know, some of them have had their own experiences, you know. So, again, uh, the, you know, some stories may sound like they're out there, but they're their stories. Um, that's the other thing, too, that sets us apart from, from you know, your so-called network type of people. Right, right, right. Well, we were speaking about Pennsylvania. It seems like Pennsylvania is a, is a hot spot right now for UFOs and strange sightings in the skies and strange creatures and things. Uh, but not too long ago, a uh, video was shared. Uh, this is found on uh, the 26th. But this is a mysterious flying creature was caught on tape by a man in Pennsylvania. The man initially thought the creature was a bird, but upon zooming in, he discovered that it bare resemblance to a started um, satchel. It's a mysterious creature uh, caught on tape. What do you think? Uh, so I put the link in uh, chat room. Now, I don't know. I, CGI is so ready available programs nowadays. And I have seen a video very similar to this on YouTube stating it's like in all different countries. So either we have a whole bunch of these winged creatures or dragons or whatever you want to call them all over there that we don't know about or this is CGI. Now, my first thing that I wonder is because at the beginning, you just see the sky just filming the cloud, the sky. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, then he zooms in, and then you see this thing flying and flying and flying, and you can see the wings, and then it goes, of course, behind a cloud. Now, I know that once I put this out, one of my friends, somebody, they always, that have these kind of programs, to me and say, oh, this is how you can tell it's fake. <laughs> uh, there's this mm-hmm. happened or this happened or slowed down or whatever. And so I'm sure somebody will tell me. But I'm just going on, again, my own uh, thought process on this and my own feelings. And I don't know. I just, I don't buy it. What do you think? I'm looking at it right now. Um Kind of, kind of resembles like a dragon. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, that's really not enough even to go on. I mean, I mean, it definitely uh, does not look like a you know a regular bird, and I mean, it does look like something. But again, I could swore that over the years. I mean, I've seen so many darn videos. It's like they seem all seem to be the same nowadays. But I remember seeing multiple videos of what almost seems to be the exact same thing, but mm-hmm. in different countries. And we know with YouTube, a lot of times they'll take this, they'll cut and paste it, they'll, you know, they'll put it through the, the uh, Photoshop software or through editing yeah. software, and then they'll create these things, and then or they'll take an old video and they'll put it up with a new name. So maybe the first one was, oh, a dragon is seen in Costa Rica sky. And now all of a sudden it's a pterodactyl uh, over in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. 
And the thing is, is that this is the only, only video that I can see or information can see I mean, about this. I mean, even when you situation. look at, yeah, because even when you look at the video there, and then you look over to the the right side with other videos, and you see another, you know, creature similar to that one. So it's just like. It's just like, is it the same creature? Is it, you know, or is there multiple? So why there are not so many being spotted, you know? As, well, right. Why aren't there more videos of, of something like yeah. now? Then it doesn't, doesn't mean that it couldn't, couldn't be real, but uh, that's just, yeah, that's just, 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 just not my opinion. It. Just I'm just not doing it. it. <laughs> you know, every once in a while, I, like, I get all, I come across all these, videos that are trending. And this is, this is what's the crazy part about it, is that these things are trending, and some of them are so fake. Like, there's a, a ghost video that uh, oh. I saw. And it's of this girl, and she's in her room, and in the corner, kind of off camera, you see this hand and then this shadow come across the, the inside of the door and then back off. Well, okay, I'm sorry, people, but all you have to do is have somebody in the corner out of camera, you know, range, and you can make a shadow go on the wall, on the door. Right. You know, I'm just like, whatever, like, save, save me from this one. I, I'm, this is too much. But we see all kinds of fake videos uh, mm-hmm. coming out and people wanting to make fake stuff. Uh, I saw another one. I'll have to see if I can find the link. But it said, you know, a man captures uh, an alien in his basement. So they say, you know, oh, he hears something, and then he, like, gets his cell phone camera, and he starts rolling, and then he goes down and to the basement or in this closet or whatever, and then this alien, tall alien, like, peeks out, and you can see his head. I'm just like, really? Really? I mean, we're supposed to believe this. That's like the the viral picture of the so-called alien that was in the garbage can that the neighbor uh, caught with just poking its head out of the garbage can. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, all you need is a is a rubber mask and a kid or an adult to get in the garbage can and do that and scare the hell out of the neighbors. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's ridiculous the kind of stuff that's going around right now. But we are going to switch. We've got about eight minutes, and uh, tonight we may only be doing a one-hour live broadcast, and we'll be archiving the second one. Um, I was out in the 109 degree weather out here today all day long, and I think I almost gave myself a heat stroke. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was going to even be able to do the show tonight, but so far we've been able to get through a um, whole hour, so that's been good. And I have another one that I want to talk about before we go to break. Let me put this one in. All right. So, there was a canal found under the Mayan temple, and they're saying it could be a gateway to the afterlife. So, archaeologists in Mexico have discovered an ancient canal system under the tomb of the Mayan ruler, which they say could be a civilization's symbolic entrance to the underworld. The 7th century tomb of the Mayan ruler, Akal, is the temple of inscriptions. An inscription also says that the dead must be submerged in water. The canal has various levels, which still has level, uh, still has water, 
this temple is situated in Palenque, which is an, uh, an important Mayan city. Many have concluded this canal is uh, particular significance to the Mayan afterlife. The hydraulic system was discovered using sonar technology. And there's a bunch of uh, a video of it and stuff. See, again, I, I'm telling you, Mexico and like these, uh, like South American countries, they got some crazy, crazy interesting mm-hmm. stuff that gets found all the time. You remember, uh, I think a few years back when they had some big uh, find over there by the Mayan temples and stuff like that, and they found all those coins and everything, and so the Mexican government decided that they were going to do a documentary on it and then and put it out, and it was all the the rave and everything they they were showing it at a lot of I know at a lot of the conferences and stuff. They always have very interesting stuff that is discovered, but it's always like, geez, how do you yeah, just I... run across this stuff when this stuff has been there forever and people have been exploring it forever? I mean, but there's still caves and all kinds of interesting things that people run across that they never even knew existed or we never knew existed. You know, and that's that's uh, the amazing thing about you know that part of the you know the world right now you know you know bunch of uh, stuff in Mesoamerica you know you go you know yeah we all know about the temples we see the temples but then we tend to ignore what's beneath everything you know in and of course there's a lot of vast jungles and so forth and um, out there too so there's more hidden stuff out there so there's stuff that we just barely even touched um, still unexplored. Well, talking about Mexico, so we have one more thing. So Brian Forrester saw this really uh, odd being in an office in Mexico City back in January of 2016. The creature looked like a small human with bright wings like fairies. Or could it be an ancient locust similar to the locust creatures in Revelation 9? Uh, insect-like creatures with human faces or maybe it's a flying humanoid. Now, I will put the... Like this thing has been all over the news. It's been all over the place. It's everywhere. I'll put it in. But uh, they have done x-rays on this thing and everything, and it seems to be true. So, Okay. Take a look at this. I mean, like I said, I guess a fairy... I'm I'm starting to hear more and more stories about fairies lately. Well, yeah, but we hear about them, but how often do we actually have a skeleton of one? Now, remember we had the little skeleton of the the little alien that was caught in the trap that time. But now we've got this. And how cool is this thing? That is cool. And they've got x-rays of this creature. I mean, they can see all, you know, like where the organs were and all this kind of stuff. So uh, they can see the structure of the bones. Again, very, very interesting uh, thing. And I'm sure there will be more to come on this. But people check it out. It, it, it's yeah, very, very interesting. Amazing. The whole thing is, yeah. I mean, it's got the the face of a, of a human. It's got the... Um, the body of a like a little human, and then it's got the wings and everything. So yeah, it's gonna be got Jaime Masson on the case too. So. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was he was a big part of of the whole thing. But um, yeah, very interesting. So yeah, that well, is uh, they saying that up. they've done they've done tests and the X-rays, and this thing you know is is real. That's awesome. That is completely awesome. <laughs> you know, so, so um, I'm going to clap my hands because uh, I believe in fairies. So that works. So, there we go. Hey, all I know is that it's, it's really cool. I mean, I love stuff like this. So. Me too. I mean, if I had right, the money... Everybody. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if I had the money, I would love to do some explorations like that and go on expeditions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Absolutely. I would, too. Um, all right, everybody. Well, we are at the top of the hour, and we are needing to pay some bills, and uh, here's some of our sponsors. So we will be back shortly. Uh, you are listening to Alien UFOs and Beyond on the UPRN Network, 107.7 out of New Orleans. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Stephanie Benetti, and you're listening to United Public Radio, UPRN 107.7 FM in New Orleans. Hi, come check out Christina George's new show, Alien UFOs and Beyond, Thursday night, 8 p.m. See you Thursday, Jeff. Hi, I'm Joe Montaldo, and you're listening to United Public Radio. You want to learn about aliens, extraterrestrials, UFOs, visitations, military abductions? Join Joe Montaldo on Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. for his episodes of UFO Undercover. The UPRN family of shows would like to take a moment to thank our loyal listeners for tuning in to UPRNTalkRadio.com along with 107.7 FM New Orleans. Broadcasting on multiple platforms like Live 365, Ustream, and Shoutcast has made the UPRN the longest-running, highly-rated, and best source of quality, unique programming that is not afraid of the status quo in alternative media. This station has a solid course of shows and hosts that refuse to get stuck in a rut or be overrun by a groupthink mentality because station owner, host, and iCar founder Joe Montaldo knows the value of letting his talented stable of hosts grow uninhibited. In this genre, that's an accomplishment which many in alternative radio are striving for but are left consistently wanting. This is all made possible because of you, the listener, that tunes in live every night who can tell the difference that independent thinking makes. The best way to show our appreciation is to thank you and continue to allow our listeners the ability to download the archives of all the shows free of charge on iTunes, Podbean, and SoundCloud. No monthly fees, no cost to download individual shows, and none of the constant hassling for donations. That's the UPRNRadio.com difference. So stick around. There's much more to come with new shows on the way. For now, feel free to join your favorite show live in the Pal Talk chat room. Easily accessible off UPRNTalkRadio.com. And share the experience of listening live with other listeners from around the world. So thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the UPRNTalkRadio.com family of listeners. You are invited to the Quantum Leap Let Light Unite show every Friday night on United Public Radio Network from 9 to 10 p.m. Pacific Time, 12 to 1 a.m. Eastern Time with your spiritual warrior goddess, Kathy Bilski. Kathy will share all the old truths the Illuminati tries to keep secret. Kathy also gives you the opportunity to join in with planetary healing light work that will help us manifest world enlightenment 2016 so let's get high and fly into new possibilities so join kathy every friday night on uprn the quantum leap let light unite show a very powerful happening Come check out Christina George's new show, Paranormal Connections, only on United Public Radio, Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. See you Monday. Summon the spirit of Halloween early this August 6th and 7th at the Pasadena Convention Center in Pasadena, California with Scare L.A., Season of the Witch, 
hosted this year by the Queen of Halloween herself, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Join Christina George from Paranormal Connections, Russ McCamey from McCamey Manor, along with 20,000 frightful horror fans for an epic weekend featuring scare industry masterminds, a massive show floor, cosplay, and classes. Add to that major reveals of the most anticipated theme park entertainment from home haunts, movies, television, and more. Test your nerves in the fog. Dozens of haunt mazes, virtual reality experiences, ghost stories, escape rooms, and roaming monsters are sure to make you scream. This year, Scare LA opens its first ever full-sized original haunt attraction, Blood Operate, designed by some of Southern California's greatest scare artists. Paranormal's Christina George will be broadcasting live from the event. Come join her for an experience not to be forgotten. Book your tickets today at ScareLA.com. This show is not to be missed. Hello, you're listening to United Public Radio. I'm Joe Montaldo, host of News on the Flipside. Check us out every Saturday night, 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Do you love sports? Okay, maybe just at least pay attention to sports. Then check out the Big Shoulder Sports Show, Tuesday night, 7 to 9 Eastern on UPRNTalkRadio.com and 107.7 FM out of New Orleans. JT, Justin, and I spill our guts about all things Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, Bulls, and Bears with no filter, the way nature intended sports to be heard. We also cover the national news in the sports world, but really... That's just because we have to. The Big Shoulder Sports Show, live Tuesday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on UPRNTalkRadio.com and 107.7 FM out of New Orleans. Or check out the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Three guys saying words, making radio happen every week. guests of After Hours AM are not necessarily the views and opinions of After Hours AM, its hosts, its staff, or any of its affiliates. Joel Sturgis and Eric Olsen. 